episode 347 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you as always, I am Glenn, along with uh, someone that sounds like he's getting sick, Josh Langford. Well, me? No. Never. You never yeah. get sick. Man, your kid just yeah. must be a pool of germs and icky, weird goo and the hell, Pretty man. much. But you know what? <laughs> he's got a crush on some girl. It's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but it's supposed to be where the girls have a crush on him. He's so adorable. Oh, well, they do. But, I mean, he's putting the moves on. It's crazy. Oh, boy. He sees this girl every time. He's he's always saying her name. (laughs) He was, like, he took her aside. He walked in the other day to class, apparently. Took her by the hands and started dancing with her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right, kid. Where'd you learn all these moves? This is insane. (laughs) You're going to have to give him the talk in about six months. Well, her dad walked in to pick her up, and he just kind of shied away. <laughs> put his head down. <laughs> oh, hi, Mr. But then, Murphy. He, then he said bye to both of them the other day. So uh, now he's getting bolder. <laughs> nice. That's funny. See, he's just kind of worming in a little bit. Just, you know, test the waters every now and then and see how things yeah. go. And you go take the next step. He starts doing all this. I'm like, wow, you're my kid, aren't you? (laughs) He's going to get sent to a special school pretty soon. They're not going to want him around. Yeah. All the women have been ruined. It Mm. is funny, though. Right now, it's crazy. It is pretty crazy, especially when you, I mean, being around him, he seems so shy. But when he sees something, he wants it. Oh, yeah. Bam. (laughs) Listen here, lady. I'm the best you're going to get. Yeah. Wow. All right, well, uh, this week, one new release, uh, some news items, what we're playing and watching, which is probably going to be a pretty big uh, big item there. Uh, we'll give you the official date for the Extra Life raffle, and this is going to be set in stone. Uh, my review of the Pinball Arcade for PS4, and also my review of Battlefield 4 for both the PS3 and PS4. We've got some emails, and we'll get the heck out of here. So, one new release, but it's a doozy. Watch out for that first step, it's a Lulu! It is coming December 6th, Gran Turismo 6. Boom. On the 6th. Nice. Boom. Uh, 59 Yeah. And I know, you know, I know people have been, well, what is this? They're releasing it and, you know, the PS4 is out. That's dumb. Gran Turismo 4 came, like, right at the end of the PS3's life, or PS2's life cycle. Right. I can't remember the exact date, but it was right there. You know, and people were saying the same thing then. And look how long it took to get five. Yeah, and, and people have been talking about it. How, like, I've been getting tweets and people on, on Facebook and everything. I'm like, oh, it, this game's going to suck. It, it didn't take very long to come out. And, you know, look at how long it took five. Yeah, well, they've talked about that numerous times about how they pretty much took the engine, revamped a bunch of items in it, but it's also very scalable so that they've already said when they take it to the PS4, a lot of the items that are in there, like the whole new suspension system, the tire system, everything is going to be transferable into the new engine. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I get the skepticism because we've been burned by, by polyphony so many times, but I think they've learned their lesson finally. But I mean, all right, now I'm looking at the release dates. Sure. Okay. So 2001 for Gran Turismo three. Okay. 2005 for Gran Turismo four, which was a huge leap. Yeah. Uh, so that's four years, and it was a huge leap. Yeah. Then 2010 
for Gran Turismo 5. So that was five years. Right. And that was a huge leap. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, it's not like they're not on schedule here. I mean, <laughs> Gran Turismo 6 is three years later. That's that's better. Well, but that's the problem. They done. think now because it didn't take as long that it's not going to be very good. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> I've, I mean, I haven't played a lot of it, but I have played it like three or four times now, and I thought it was fantastic. I, I, the, the one thing to not set your expectations very high is there's not a huge leap in, in visuals. I mean, it, it's pretty similar. I mean, now they're using real-time tessellation, which it, it's pretty funny when people talk about that because every developer out there told everyone that that's not possible on that, on that uh, generation of consoles. And GT6 is going to prove everybody wrong. It does it in real time. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it is pretty funny because of all the complaints of Forza 5 as well. You know, it comes with 200 cars and the microtransactions up the wazoo. Reports on NeoGAF today that uh, you have to buy these these tokens. You can earn them too, but it takes like 15 hours to earn a few uh, comparatively. And uh, you have to have like 8,000 tokens to buy one car in this game, like this really rare supercar. And that many tokens is actually a hundred dollars of real money. <laughs> so they don't even have car packs. You have to like buy each individual car. I mean, I don't think that's going to be true for the entire game, but, and this is the thing. It's, it's a lot of Xbox fans complaining about this. This isn't like some fanboy thing. It's the truth. I mean, I, I put the numbers up the other day on Twitter because like, obviously the first Forza only had a couple of cars, that, that sort of thing. But even the ones with lower numbers were 260, 270 around that area. And then 4 and 5 got up to over the 500 mark. Now this one comes out. It's 200 cars. And it's obvious that they rushed it. And that's why they don't have very many cars. Well, they did. They had to. Yeah. They needed, I mean, much like Sony needed Killzone and they needed, you know, they needed their name brands right, there right. at launch. But instead of bringing out a bunch of content later on, like as a, you know, oh, we care about our players. We appreciate our players. Here's a whole pack of cars and maybe a couple tracks for free. We'll give it to you. No, no, no. Here's one car for $100. That's incredibly rare for a company to say, (laughs) here's some free stuff. Uh, They did it on Gran Turismo 5 a few times. They had some that you had to pay for, but they did also bring out a a car pack and, and actually a couple tracks for free. And uh, they give you a free car on your birthday, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it's not that rare. It's rare. Yeah. All the Killzone Shadowfall uh, content's going to be free. Then why is Amazon trying to sell me a season pass? Um. Oh, that's right. It's not all the. <laughs> no, the maps are going to be free, but there's other content because there's going to be a a new like uh, additional scenario for the the campaign that's going to be out. That's the season pass. Uh, there's a supposed co-op mode that's going to be kind of like the horde mode thing. Because that would be kind of shady if they're trying to sell me a season pass right. for free stuff. No. Yeah, I was wrong in, in saying <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But all the maps are going to be free, which is great for multiplayer because then you don't have to worry about people not having the maps and everything else. So, yeah. But you know, it's it. I'm afraid of this entire generation and the microtransaction stuff that can mm. happen. Yeah. Uh, but Microsoft is really going out of the gate with it. <laughs> Killer well, Instinct, well. Forza. I mean, they're they're going to test the waters with it, and this is the time to do it. You do it right out of the gate yeah. when there's not a lot of content there, so people are more willing to to go for that. But the, but the maybe. problem is, it's 
they're almost penalizing their 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 gamers and the people that buy the system right away. They're almost penalizing them by not bringing out a content complete game. You know, when you compare it to what came out on 360 and PS3 in terms of how much content is in there. These games seem really light on content, yet instead of doing the right thing and maybe, you know, adding it later because of this the short life cycle that they had for the development process, you know, they're just going to charge the people for it. And I think I think that's really a crappy thing to do for the people that are adopting the system right away and, and that are, you know, putting the extra money together for a launch day system and everything else. And it just seems crappy to me. And I'm not saying PS4 is not going to do it. They haven't done it yet. But I'm not saying they're not going to do it, but, I mean, Microsoft is really doing it a lot right away. That's all. Mm. I think there's certain expectations, and, and I think they're breaking a lot of those expectations. Getting on people's shit lists. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, GT6, we will have it early. We will uh, have hopefully have a review ready for the embargo. This is going to be a huge game. Uh, it sounds like, what is it, 1,200 cars at launch. Um, I think it was either 23 or 26 courses, something like that. I don't know the numbers in front of me, but it, it's going to be a huge game. And, and uh, I, I told some people on Facebook today, you know, you Gran Turismo enthusiasts out there, shoot me an email uh, at glenn at psnation.org. Uh, shoot me an email of stuff that you'd like me to look at specifically for the review, uh, just because there's so much content there. There's no way I'm going to have, have time in like a week, basically to look everything over and, and I want to make sure I focus on what is pertinent to the people that are going to buy this game or not, which come on, you're going to buy it. If you're a Gran Turismo fan, there's no way you're not, but <laughs> except that it doesn't work on PS4. So if you sold your PS3 to get a PS4, well then you're SOL for now, but yeah, send me an email oh. at psnation.org. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Now we have to stop. Okay. I just got a message on my screen that says your PC needs to restart. Oh. It will restart several times as we install Windows 8.1. If you're in the middle of something, close this message, you're save your work, and restart. Me. It's going to do it automatically in 14 minutes, uh. whether I like it or not. All right, well, let's stop and I guess text me when Fuck. you're done. All right. Fucking Fuck. Microsoft. All right, well, after an hour and a half wait because Microsoft forced an update on Josh's laptop... Uh, thanks, Microsoft. And then, of course, the, uh, what was it, Windows 8.1 update? Yeah. Yeah, once that ran and probably went through about 20 reboots, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, then his new microphone interface, which is a USB box, actually didn't work. So then he had to reinstall the drivers for that and reboot again. And yeah, it was an hour and a half. Thanks, Microsoft. And then my internet wasn't working, and I had to redo the whole internet connection to get that working after that. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. I've been working with Microsoft stuff for oh, probably like 18 plus years. So when everybody calls me you know, a fanboy because I don't like the Xbox or whatever, it's not really that. It's just my hatred toward Microsoft because I have to deal with crap like this every single day. So there we go. All right. But on to better news. Uh, first up is uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking about you know, streaming out to Twitch and to Ustream with the uh, built-in functionality of the share button on the PS4. But a lot of people were noticing, and I think we, we touched on this last week a little bit, uh, that the automatic archiving on Twitch was not working. Now, I, w- I was confused because it works for us on our channel. And apparently it's a bug. You know, we, we, Nobody's really figured it out still. So from what we're hearing, Sony actually controls that because they built the app. <coughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, they're using the API that Twitch... 
uh, you know, offers to developers, and, and that's how they built it. So uh, Sony finally came out and said that, uh, or that they're reaffirming that this is that they're looking into this, and they are planning to add that Twitch live stream archiving in the future. Uh, what they're not saying is exactly when. So uh, they're saying sometime in 2014. I would assume it's going to be early. They're also saying that like the the full USB chat functionality for things like the Pulse headset and some other headsets that use USB is also going to work in quote unquote early 2014. Uh, and the other thing is, it's it's really interesting that Kyle put this up because I was thinking the same thing. Uh, that currently, even on the best setting, the PS4 is not streaming in full HD. So it's pretty compressed, uh, like I was mentioning before, and, and I've mentioned on a couple of the streams that I've done. I think it's good enough right now, and, and you know, hopefully they'll they'll be able to make it better. But uh, that's why I've been putting so much work into getting it streaming with our existing equipment that we have, or that I have here in the house, that kind of thing. So... I don't know. I still think Josh should use our login, but he hasn't streamed yet. That's a little bit too front-facing for Josh Langford. Yeah, I've had some issues. Really? Have you tried it? No, you know the issues I've had. My PS4 wasn't even working for days. Yeah, Yeah, you had some weirdness, but luckily you got it all fixed so far. It's been a freaking nightmare. (laughs) You're just having a bad week. You can take a vacation or something. Yeah, I do, and I'm not getting one. (laughs) Aww. So, uh, no, I mean, it's great news. Obviously, it's something that, that that's whole, all part of the process, uh, especially when you're, when you're doing streaming, is that not only do you want it to be available to people that are just kind of joining you socially on the chat and everything else, but it's nice to have that stuff there, especially if something really cool happens, because right now the share functionality is either it's either or. So you can either be streaming or... You can have it recording the video and being able to take pictures, that sort of thing. So right now it seems like it's very split up and you can't do everything at once, which kind of makes sense. I mean, obviously that's a lot of processing power to to put into effect. But, uh, yeah, that I mean, that archiving is huge. We, we upload to YouTube every now and then. We put links to it so, so people that missed it can see it, you know, because obviously we have listeners all over the place in all these different time zones that can't join us because... If I'm streaming in the middle of the day here, you know, it's it's like people are in bed when we're doing it. So it's nice to have that. But it's good to hear that they've actually addressed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I've actually already been thinking about Extra Life ne- for next year, by the way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I have to. <laughs> because <clears throat> the way that the configuration is on this thing, it's it's a whole new world now. So all the so different we're just going to stick to PS3s. Maybe we will. <laughs> um, well, I mean, with all the personas coming, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a totally different configuration now. The the one cool thing that I noticed is that uh, by default, and I don't know if this is a bug, and I really hope they don't change it. I'm actually going to message some people and say, please don't change this. Right now, for audio out, you know, you can go in and actually choose if you want it to go HDMI or optical, which are the only two choices on the PS4. I found out by accident that it's actually, if you're using HDMI, it's actually outputting on both of them right now. So your HDMI output is going, and you're getting full functionality, and the optical's going as well. That helps so much with streaming. So uh, very, very cool feature, and I hope they keep that. I hope it's not just a, oops. (laughs) Wait, that's not supposed to work that way. So, Um. yeah. Um, All right, on to the next one. Uh, Terraria? Terraria. 
is coming to Vita in early December. Finally. Yeah, finally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people want to ask us about game. it. And, you know, because originally they thought it was going to be pretty close to the PS3s uh, or when it came out on PSN. And it's it's been a few months. So finally people can get that game. Well, it's 505 Games. Uh, I mean, they've been doing better lately. A little bit. Mm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they're just the publisher. It's not like they're creating the game. But I think that's yeah, the yeah. problem is that I think the dev team is only a couple people. So it probably just took a little bit longer than they expected. I don't know. It's cool, though. It's a game that I played. I can't really get into it, but... A lot of people are into it. It's like a 2D Minecraft, kind of. Hmm. Hmm. Josh is in a bad mood, I can tell. I am, I am. I can't. I I have to stop. I have to get out of this. I can't do the whole show like this. It's ridiculous. That's not fair to anybody. Yeah. Um... Well, Terraria, I, I really don't know anything about it, so there's nothing I can Right, right. But, I mean, the reason I brought it up and the reason I put it in there is that, I mean, seriously, we do get questions about it almost every day mm-hmm. on Twitter and on Facebook. So we definitely wanted to make sure people knew about that. And the article's up on psnation.com as well. Actually, all these stories, except for the very last one, is are up on psnation.com because of our mm-hmm. awesome writers. So I'll take this last one, too. I mean, neither of us know about this series very much either. Although you've played a couple of these, haven't you? I've played a couple of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you talk yeah. about it then? Uh, well, Atlas had some press conference or something going on Sunday because I kept seeing stuff pop up all over Twitter. Right. Uh, there are three new Persona games coming to PlayStation platforms. Indeed. Uh, and the big one is Persona 5. <laughs> Surprise! Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll be in Japan uh, next winter. Yeah. So uh, when the U.S. will see these, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, there is a follow-up to Persona 4 Arena, which is called Persona 4 The Ultramax, the Ultimax Ultra Suplex Hold. <laughs> Which, Arena's really good. It's actually a very underrated game. I have it. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's a great fighting game. And <laughs> the other one, here's a good one. Uh, they're partnering up with the developers of Hatsune oh. Miku Project oh. Diva <laughs> to make a rhythm dancing game oh. set in the Persona universe on the Vita. Somebody hold Revy back. And it's going to be called Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Oh, boy. Do, can you dance on the ceiling as well? Uh, I don't think... Uh, <laughs> Special Lionel Richie remix version? Yeah, I don't think he's involved in this, unfortunately. Well, he might. I mean, they haven't said that he's not involved. Oh, it's confirmed then. He's involved. There we go. Tweet it. It's a non-denial denial. <laughs> he's guaranteed to be in it. When questioned, Lionel Richie said, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's funny. A lot of people are kind of surprised that Persona 5 especially is coming to PS3 and not PS4. But, I mean, the game has probably been in the works for, I would say, a couple of years. These usually yeah. take a long time to develop. You, I'm not I would think so. That shocked. 
and I'm also not that shocked. again, there's 81 million plus PS4 or PS3s on the market and in people's homes. It's it's a big market. That's about 80 million more than PS4. Exactly. <laughs> out there right exactly. now. And there are no PS4s in Japan right now. Exactly. Except at Shoe's house, you know. <laughs> I wonder if he just has big like PS4 parties every week. <laughs> just invites random people over. All he does is stream all day. I know, it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, every every now and then I just see that pop up like Shoe is streaming this, Shoe is streaming this. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I still can't believe how that's blowing up. I, I love how you can go onto that interface on the PS4 and just pull that stuff up. I mean, yeah. it sucks that you can't pull up any other Twitch stuff right now or Ustream stuff, obviously, but uh, it's it's so quick, you know, and, and it, it's just so easy to do. It's it's ridiculous. Now I just wish Twitch would fix their stupid mobile app because it's effing terrible. You can't search for a channel unless they're broadcasting, and even if they are, you have to know exactly what the text is, and it sucks ass. It's terrible. Fix it, Twitch. Tweet it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last news I have to bring up. I mean, obviously, Josh will be excited about this too, probably. But uh, I saw it. I didn't know if you were going to bring it up or not. Yeah, until I saw it on here. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday, which we're recording on Monday, the twenty fifth. Yesterday was actually the twenty fifth anniversary of Mystery Science Theater three thousand starting, and uh, I can't believe this is happening. And I'm actually kind of mad that I'm going to be away for Thanksgiving a little bit. But on Thanksgiving. Uh, Joel Hodgson is bringing back a long-lived tradition of Mystery Science Theater, and that is uh, they're bringing back Turkey Day. So it's a Turkey Day marathon. Actually, they're calling it Turkey Month, but uh, they're going to be doing a Turkey Day marathon on uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Starting, uh, see, there's so much stuff here. Let's see. Well, it's a Turkey Month sale. Well, that the too. Turkey yeah, Turkey Day marathon is happening. It's that 25th anniversary edition we'll have to talk about as well, but. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So they did a Reddit. They're doing a Reddit AMA tomorrow, which is pretty cool. They're also asking for people to uh, submit their episodes that they want to see on Turkey Day. Uh, so it's the, the, they're actually going to be streaming it at mst3kturkeyday.com. All is one word. mst3kturkeyday.com. They're going to start streaming at 9 a.m. Pacific time, so that's 12 noon Eastern on Thursday, November 28th. They don't say how long it's going to go, but uh, the old Turkey Day marathons used to go 12 hours. So. Uh, actually, I think they went 24 for a while, and then they went down to 12. Because I remember, I mean, back in the day, this is back when I even lived in Kansas City still, I mean, I would go out and buy videotapes. So I yeah. had enough, because they were showing episodes that I didn't have on tape yet. Yeah, I had the, uh, I had the, how long were those longest tapes that you could get if you're running them at the slow speed? I thought at slow like, speed you could do four hours, but it looked like crap. Because no. I always did two episodes per, or no, I always did just no. one episode per tape because I did it at the faster setting or whatever. No, there were tapes that you could get that would go eight to 12 hours. Yeah, but the problem the is the, the, the tape itself was really thin and would actually degrade really fast. Yeah. Um, I still have mine up in the attic, and yeah, well, they if still you try them now, I bet you anything because that was the big that was the big difference between VHS and Beta. Beta used a, a chemical in theirs, or like it wasn't. I think it's ferrous oxide, I believe, is the VHS tape. But what was ma- what, what the Beta tapes were made up with? They didn't degrade, but VHS actually degrades over about ten years. That's when they start degrading. Well, as of five years ago, they were still working because I 
recorded some of them to the computer we'll and try then them to now. disc. Actually, I would I would be interested if you tried them now just to see if they still held up. Well, when I tried them five years ago, that was... <laughs> that was five years ago! <laughs> no, no, but from when I recorded them, right. that was... That was Carry the two. 15 years from okay. when I recorded them. Well, okay, but now you're at, so, what, 20 years? Probably, yeah. yeah. That would make sense. I, I would be really serious. I mean, honestly, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I no, would I be know. honestly interested to, to hear if they've actually held up or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I converted all of mine over to, over to the computer. Uh, be, I was also helping with a digital archive project for a while and everything, but... Uh, I have most of them digitally now, which is good. I mean, obviously they're not as good as the DVDs you can buy, which are, you know, they kind of just come out here and there. But, uh, yeah, the, the show was such a major part of my life for so long. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's boggling, like, it's, when, when I think about it, just how crazy into this I was. And still am. But anyway, uh, if you've never experienced the Turkey Day Marathon, they were awesome back in the day. It was basically because Comedy Central would just kind of throw them into a machine, let everybody go home for Thanksgiving. Uh, but they did these really unique host segments that only really popped up during Turkey Day, and you really had to scramble to find them if you didn't record Turkey Day. Um, it, it was a it, it was a big thing, you know, and, and it was a big event for Misty's, and, and it was great to watch. So I love that they're kind of reviving this this year. And then I noticed at the bottom of this page, of this webpage, that they've got a pre-order for a Mystery Science Theater 3000 25th Anniversary Edition Collector's Tin, which is five discs. I'm buying this, by the way. So buying this. So in the discs, you've got four movies, Moon Zero, Moon Zero Two, The Day the Earth Froze, The Leech Woman, and Gorgo, which are actually pretty hard-to-find episodes. There's a bonus disc double feature with uh, probably two of the greatest movies and also very pivotal movies for Mystery Science Theater. Uh, the first being Mitchell and then The Brain That Wouldn't Die. So why these are so pivotal is Mitchell is the episode that Joel left on. The Brain That Wouldn't Die is the one that Mike started as the new dumbass on the satellite. Yep. Uh, and Mitchell's also still one of the best episodes <clears throat> they've ever done. <laughs> I quote yeah. it constantly to this day. Uh, and then bonus features, holy crap, a ton of stuff. Three-part documentary, Return to Eden Prairie, 25 Years of Mystery Science Theater. Ninth Wonder of the World, The Making of Gorgo. Last Flight of Joel Robinson, so they talk a little bit about him leaving. Uh, Life After MST with Mary Jo Peel. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Leonard Malton explains something, which uh, Malton's done some other stuff with these guys before. Um, original trailers, four exclusive mini posters. Just holy crap. So I'm definitely buying this. Uh, right now, the pre-order deal... Uh, it's through Shout Factory. The deal right now is fifty-five bucks for this tin, which is a steal, really. For how they price some of those other collector's editions, this is actually a good price. Or you know, maybe Josh could call that person at Shout Factory that he knows, and I doubt it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so check it out. Seriously, if you, if you haven't really ever seen a uh, Mr. Science Theater before. This is a great way to get an eye on it. I think this is all new riffs, though. This isn't like they're just replaying some of the movies. Uh, I'm not really sure what they're doing, honestly. I, but I think he's actually doing all new riffs. I know. I don't know. They, they don't really say here. Because they're asking for episodes that people have seen. So I think maybe they are just running the episodes. Yeah, I think so. But the thing is, they probably only can pull from whatever Shout Factory has rights to, I would assume. I don't know. That's still all right, though. They have a lot of them. 
Yeah, very cool though. And I, I tweeted Joel Hodgson today because he was asking for people's memories of their first Mystery Science Theater, and, and mine, you know, it's very special to me. And of course, I'm forgetting it now. Robot Holocaust. I always want to say Cave Dwellers for some reason, but uh, Robot Holocaust, uh, first Mystery Science Theater I ever saw, living in Kansas City, it was at my friend Mike Hellman's house, and uh, I'll never forget it. It's awesome. So, yeah, I'm so happy with this. <laughs> I saw this and I had this big smile on my face. This is so cool. So, anyway. All right, what next do we have? What we're playing and watching. You want to start? You want me to? Uh, I can go. Okay. I was I was on the website working on that most of the weekend. Um, and I didn't have a PS4 for several days, which turned out to be the hard drive. Yeah, that's um, weird. Because I swapped out the hard drive before I ever turned the thing on. And the first time I turned it on, it was flashing blue. And I thought, what? I thought, I got problems here. Yeah. And I messed with it, and it started working. And I thought, well, that was weird. That was nothing. It was just a bad connection or something. And then the other day, uh, it did it again. And I couldn't do anything. I could get to the safe mode screen, and that was it. It wouldn't let me do anything. It wouldn't let me update. It wouldn't let me change anything. It was Everything was all screwed up. Wow. Uh, so I looked at everything. You know, everything seemed okay. I figured it was just dead. Uh, I went upstairs to get... Uh, the terabyte hard drive that I had in the PS3, my dead 60 gig PS3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw the picture you put up. Uh, yeah. Well, I got the hard drive out of there first um, and tried to put that in, and that wasn't working at all. Like, hmm. it wouldn't even recognize the drive. And I don't know if it's because it had the PS3 file system on it that it didn't know what to do with it. Like, you know, it didn't even know what to do with formatting it or anything. And it just. I think you're right Freaked. because it's their setup process for the PS4 hard drive when you swap it is definitely different than uh, what the PS3s was. I mean, yeah. Even when I had that bad drive when I was making the video, I put the original 500 gig back in, and it actually had me install the new firmware with that. Yeah. So it acted like it didn't even save on there, if it, or if it was like reinitializing it or something, it was really odd. Yeah. So. So just for the hell of it, I thought, well. Let me just try the hard drive. So I swapped out the hard drive and it worked fine, but I had to set everything up all over again. Yeah. Um, so I'd done that. Uh, that's out of order. Like I swapped out the hard drive and I was like, okay, so it's the hard drive. That's busted. Ooh, I have a terabyte upstairs. So then I got that and I, t so then that didn't work and I had to put the other one back in and reinitialize and reset up everything all over again. Wow. So I really didn't get to play much of anything at all. I played Madden for a little bit when I finally got back in there. Yeah. And I very, very briefly played Resogun, and that was it. I okay. just, I had no time to do it. I was busy trying to get stuff done on the website and figure out why this wasn't even working. Yeah. Uh, which was just a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so... 
Yeah, so after that, I thought, well, I've got the PS3 here, and I don't know where Rock Band 3 is, and it's entirely <laughs> possible it's inside of there. So I took the whole thing apart, took the drive apart, and the Blu-ray drive apart, and there it was. Wow. Rock Band 3. Usually you can just like kind of get something underneath the disc and it'll pop out. No. Oh, really? Yeah, because no. I've seen videos of people doing it before. Yeah, no, this nothing was coming out of there. Wow. And I didn't even know if anything was in there. The only reason I'm so glad I decided for whatever reason I decided to try to play it at Extra Life. Yeah. And that's the only reason I knew <laughs> that it was missing. Yep. I remember you looking around for it and you were just stumped. And all of a sudden you looked at me, oh, I bet you it's in that dead PS3. Yeah. And you were right. Yeah, Once again, I, Josh Langford is right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know when I would have found that. Uh, like if I had just tried to find that on my own, I, I, without the whole thing of extra life going on, it might not have dawned on me. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason. Uh, <laughs> so, well, so I took the whole thing apart and I was talking to Lou about it. She's like, cause I said, you know, these were, these were really, important ps3s i said i almost bought long long time ago there was this little electronic store uh around the corner from where i worked uh when, when i was down in lower manhattan it was on right off fulton street and right around the time they were talking about the 80 gig where they were taking out the hardware compatibility. And just doing the software that was the Metal Gear Solid one, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then they were getting rid of that, too. Well, that store had, like, five of oh. the original 60-gig PS3s, and I was staring at them like, I really should get one and just stick it in the closet. <laughs> but I didn't have 600 bucks to drop at the time, so yeah, yeah. I didn't do it. And... It's funny. I was telling her about that. I was like, oh, I wish I still." She's like, why? You can get them for like 200 bucks now. I said, yeah, but it's different because of the compatibility. She's like, well, how much is this thing worth? Even busted. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's worth something because, you know, people could try to fix it. It's got the backward compatible. Well, what's what's broken on yours? Is it the Blu-ray drive or was it something else? No, it was it was yellow light. Oh, okay. The whole thing was dead. So I looked on eBay. Uh, they're going for a couple hundred bucks, but if they're yellow light yeah. and they're they're just busted, they're, it's like twenty to forty bucks. <laughs> and see, the funny thing is, you could probably sell that Blu-ray drive separately for about sixty bucks. Well, I don't know if I can now because because you just tore the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I don't know that I broke it, but you know, the moment I took the top part of it off. It's it's all hooked in, you know, all the little yeah. plastic gears are hooked into each other. So the moment you do it, all the little plastic gears go, yeah. and they all, and I'm like, well, I'm not getting that back together. That's not happening. Yeah. I kind of fit it back on there and put it, I don't know if you could stick a drive in there or a disc in there and it would ever work, but, uh, you know. I've still I got my, my, t- my 20 gig, and I, I mean, obviously I've upgraded it, but. My original 20 gig is still sitting on my desk, and that's what I play at my desk. So when I'm streaming, that sort of thing, I'm doing it from that 20 gig. So I can still do PS2 games and all that stuff. My parents had a 20 gig that I actually initially bought them way... Actually, I bought them a 60 gig way back in the day. 
And then my buddy Rock wanted to get a PS3, and he bought a 20 gig. And I said, well, I asked my parents, I'm like, well, do you care if maybe you guys just swap it so he has a better one? And they didn't care because they're just using it for a Blu-ray uh, player. So his 20 gig went to my parents, and then it died. And it was the Blu-ray drive that died because all of a sudden my mom calls me up one day and says, hey, it's not reading the disc. Anytime you put a disc in, it doesn't see it. I'm like, oh, crap. So they went and bought a new Slim, and I brought that home. And then one of our listeners, I, I don't remember his name right now. I should because I, I just talked to him the other day. But uh, he actually had one that died, and the Blu-ray drive was fine. So he actually ended up sending me the Blu-ray drive. So I threw that in that 20 gig, and that's actually, like you said, that's sitting in my closet right now. So if I ever need a backward compatible PS3, I still have a spare. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like hoarding them now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon it's going to be like all the 2600s I have. It's going to be all these PS3s that are backward compatible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fine. It's gone. But, um, yeah. So now I have that. I have a terabyte drive that I can only use in a PS3, which my third PS3, the one that was sitting that's that's kind of been pressed into service but I haven't done anything with, it's still not activated, essentially. Right. So I can't do any PSN stuff on it. I am eventually going to activate it. I'm going to put that terabyte drive in there hmm. and activate it and, you know, do the massive nightmare downloads of all <laughs> yep. that stuff. Do that over holiday week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. That's one of the reasons I just haven't touched it. I just can't be bothered with it. I don't have the time or energy. Yeah, and, and since I had the problem with the terabyte drive that I had sitting around the house with the PS4, the drive itself is bad. I, I checked it. I'm just going to wait until that two terabyte one comes out in January now from uh, Western Digital and I think Seagate both have a 9.5 millimeter height, uh, two, two terabyte drive hitting. And they're going to be pretty affordable, actually. So I'm just going to wait until then to replace the one on my PS4. Mm. So I can wait that long. Yeah, uh, well, at least you find your rock band disc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least your PS4 is working. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I haven't turned it on since then, really. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> well, let's talk about what you watched, though. Because I watched it too. What? David oh, Doctor. that? No. Well, I watched World War Z. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Now, uh, you love the audiobook and everything. You talk about it all the time. And and the book book. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. If I, hadn't, if I hadn't read the book, it would have been a much different experience. That's what I've heard. I, yeah, I don't know. Because I have people I, around here that tell me, oh, it was a great movie, it was a great movie. Did you ever read the book? No. No. It's If you've read the book, it's a terrible movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's plot holes that you could drive a truck through, uh, whether you've read the book or not. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's it's tough. I, I can't, like, if they called it anything but that, it's it sucks that they did that. And it sucks even worse because... I forget where it was. There's a screenwriter, a very good screenwriter, famous one, that was hired to write that. Um, He was like the third or fourth guy brought in, I think. And he found a way to capture the essence of the book without it being 
a movie that cost $500 million to make, even though it ended up costing that much anyway. Um, <laughs> well, you got to well, feed all Brad Pitt's kids. Uh, so he had a way to make it work and really make it true to the book and do it in a way that the movie could be made without it costing a fortune. And his script got thrown out yeah. and rewritten, of course. And I mean, I had, I had a number of problems with it just from, you know, from reading the book and, and seeing what it was. I, I kept trying to sit there and take it as it was, you know, it's not World War Z. It's just a zombie movie. This is what it is. Right. But uh, like right off the bat, they're in Philly, but it's obviously not Philly. <laughs> it's, it's Saskatchewan. It's it's Scotland or something like that. Oh, or really? Wales. Yeah, they they filmed it in in the UK somewhere because they had filmed some of it in Philly, and then, uh, then who knows what happened? And remember, they had to go back for like three months of reshoots, and everybody was freaking out. And by that point, something had changed in Philly and they couldn't keep filming there. So they had to go film the rest of that stuff. <laughs> they spent three months cleaning up a city block and it, they already messed it up after three months. Yeah. yeah. So, so to somebody who's from Philly, like it's really obvious. And, and they, they, you know, they did what they could. Like the camera starts up high and you can see the Philly skyline and it comes down and they, you know, did like a matte thing there. They did they digitally put the skyline behind where they were and it came down onto the street. And I'm like, that's no street in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's <laughs> no moon. No, 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 no. So it, it, everything, like a lot of it was just throwing me off. Plus I recently saw, um, world war Zimmerman on South park. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so that was thrown like the whole thing was, I'm like, all I could see was Cartman the whole time because they literally did like beat for beat. They did scenes from the movie. Oh man. Which completely threw me off. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, I, I had a hard time with it. I mean, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just, it, I came in with a lot of baggage, yeah. which just made it, you know, just made it hard to watch. And, and it's uh, probably a movie I'll never watch. Yeah, because of my hatred for zombies. Yeah, I, it's it's just hard to watch objectively. But like in the middle of it, this guy pops up, and I go, "Hey, look at that! That's the new Doctor Who." <laughs> oh, that's right! I forgot he's in that. He, and his name is yeah. like Doctor something or other. Yeah, I can't remember. I, they, I somebody don't brought even that know up. If they said his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of funny. So. That's that's what we were getting at initially, that yeah. we both saw the 50th anniversary special for Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, Which was cool. I liked it. It was. It was. It was. They had a lot of little nods to uh, things if you're a fan. Yeah. Like, like deep stuff if you're a fan and recent stuff even with with the other doctors and, and at one point where somebody said timey-wimey and John Hurt is like timey what are you t- what are you children <laughs> <laughs> and i love that John Hurt was in it i mean yeah it was really yeah. neat how they did it all i mean obviously 
I haven't really watched a lot of the new stuff, you know, like Eccleston and Matt Smith and, and uh, everybody else. So some of those calls I really didn't get, but, like, you know, like the, the nerdy girl had the scarf on, you know, like nice scarf, that sort of yeah. thing. Um, and I got my payoff, so I'm, I'm really happy. I don't want to give anything away if people haven't seen it. Because people are seeing it in theaters tonight, man. How yeah. lucky are they? But uh, it was cool. It actually got my kind of my my need for more Doctor Who going. And uh, I have a couple of the Tom Baker uh, sets around here. I just can't find them because Rock showed up and started ripping all my DVDs, and he didn't put them back where they're supposed to go. And I can't find them, so because I have like Ark in Space, and I've, I uh, I can't remember the other ones that I've got. But I was like, oh, I want to watch that now. But yeah, it, it was really neat. And and uh, man, the BBC they have such good cinematographers. Because I've always noticed that in Top Gear too. But man, it it, it was just shot so beautifully. And the cool thing was they actually showed the end of time before that. So I kind of watched that again to try to get a little more th- a little more out of it. And I did, which was really cool. Yeah, you really you need to see uh, the whole new series from the beginning to now because it's so overwhelming, though. It's, well, <laughs> it's only so much there. It's only six Ten or years. seven seasons at this point. It's it's only going to get worse the longer you wait. I know. Yeah, there there is some of it on Netflix. I just don't think it's all of the new stuff. So I gotta yeah. try to hunt some of that stuff down. Uh, but yeah, I mean that day of the doctor I thought was really cool. And like I said, I got my big payoff at the end, which was, I texted Josh. I'm like, Oh, here we go. well, it's good Good because it's this, this thing has been hanging over them from the start of the new doctor who, and you know what happened to all the other time Lords and they've mentioned it here and there, but there was never a real understanding of exactly what happened. Right. And the end of uh, time, I mean, that that actually like was directly a part of this, but they didn't say how it happened. But there was yeah. always that was always part of the lore, even back in the Tom Baker days and before, like that he had done something with the rest of the Time Lords for a long time when you were well, heard that he was the no. last of the Time Lords. No, this is different. This is dramatically different from okay. the earlier stuff. Oh, okay dramatically different um i just remember hearing that he was the last and they never really talked about what had happened well that's yeah that all started with the the new stuff uh, is that he was the last and no 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 they said that back in even the uh, the hartnell days back in the very beginning no he was the last of the time lords and oh yeah i remember that vividly (laughs) but he visits gallifrey all the time he and, did, but and the Time Lords. Well, that's true. Yeah, you got a good point. I remember back in the Baker days that they said he was the last one, though. Nah, I don't. I, I think you're misremembering that. Well, you know, there was something else with. I was watching the special. See, it's been so long since he I was always those, a but, renegade. He was always an outcast, right? But, but he wasn't the last. The, the the other thing that really is screwing with me, and I'm wondering maybe if this was like a alternate timeline or something. But they did. You know, they've been doing specials on all the doctors, and I watched the one on Tom Baker the other day. They didn't mention Romana once. Huh. They re- they mentioned Leela and they mentioned uh, uh what's her name? Uh shit. <laughs> the Sarah longest Jane Smith? Yeah, yeah. They, me- they mentioned Sarah Jane and they mentioned uh Leela, but they never mentioned Romana. Not once. Huh. So that that's really odd to me because Ark in Space is actually kinda of when she comes in. 
Yeah. So I, I'm really confused about that whole thing, too. But anyway, I know we're getting off on a weird thing, but uh, I mean, it's been a long time since I've watched this stuff. This is back in the 80s for me with Tom Baker. So yeah, I'm old. You're old. We're old. Did you get to see that other special that they, the, the film that they did about the start of the, the show with Brian Cox? I, and Yeah, I watched like the first 20 minutes of it yeah. and then I had to stop, but I recorded it. It looks awesome. Yeah, I recorded it too it and I kept popping good. back to it because I was watching something boring. And oh, it was neat. I, I was kind of expecting a little bit more out of it, but uh, how they handle it, that was really neat. And it's pretty cool because they show the real people that are uh, portrayed by these actors. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. They didn't just get Hartnell uh, really close. Like every one of the main people in it look really close to the, to the real people. That's cool. Yeah. I thought that was really neat. So, yeah, it's, I, I really want to watch the rest of that. I, I'm hoping to do that before Thanksgiving. So, very, very neat. Ugh, did you watch anything else? Or are you done? Nah. All right. I have a lot. Well, a lot of a little. So, played a lot more Battlefield 4. Uh, they patched the server somewhat, but it's still not great. Uh, you can actually play in Conquest now. Only had a couple crashes. So, uh, the big patch is supposed to hit this week. They haven't said when, but, you know, that's supposed to happen. Played some more Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, even though I'm very frustrated with it. I'm not real thrilled with it. I went back and played some more. Uh, still not real thrilled with it. Uh, have not played very much of the campaign, but the multiplayer, I mean, the game, I still think looks better than people give it credit for, but um, it, uh, those maps are just too damn big. It, it's just, it, it just does not fit. It, it doesn't work for me. So, I, you know, I'll probably still play a little bit more here and there, but I'm not probably not going to play that very much because Battlefield and Killzone exist and there's so much better online experiences than Call of Duty Ghosts right now. Uh, yeah, I'm just not thrilled with it. Play Got a little bit of time with a new game coming out pretty soon called Tiny Brains. Uh, this is a, a game that we played at PAX. Had a blast with it. Played a little bit more, uh, a couple of other events, that type of thing. Uh, definitely kind of focused on co-op play, uh, four-player co-op play, either on the couch or you can do the whole thing where you can have the Vita and use that as one of the, for one of the characters, uh, and you can play online play, obviously. So playing alone right now, which, uh, which I've only done, I haven't played online with anyone yet, but uh, playing alone is a little tough. It's, it's basically a, a puzzle game at heart. You have to work together to try to get these puzzles figured out. If you're playing single player, you use the right one and, and, or R1 and L1 to switch between the four characters uh, freely and get some of the stuff done. But uh, there's a few things in there that seems like you kind of have to execute at the same time. And I don't know if that's going to work too well single player. So uh, definitely need to get some more time with it. But it uh, looks a lot better than it did at uh, PAX as well. Uh, it's not perfect, but uh, it's, it's a pretty neat game. Uh, more time with Killzone. i I, you know, I got to bring this up. <clears throat> so Stoffinator, Ravi, a couple other people are saying that they just don't like the game and everything else. They think I'm going to cry about it. I don't care if you don't like the game. I, I'm very surprised, though. It, it's... I think the online's awesome. I, I really do. I, I absolutely love the online. And I love the fact that we can bring parties in and everything else. And people have been asking about the fact that nobody's chatting. There is no actual in-game chat in the multiplayer because they want you to use the party system uh, for squads and everything else. I don't know if that's the perfect decision. I don't know. Personally, I think they should have had just regular open voice chat in it. But uh, when you're in the party system, the party system on the PS4 works great. So, uh, yeah, but I, I'm really loving it. I, I think it's awesome that you can even go to the web uh, the web interface on Killzone.com, and you can set up 
your own custom war zone right on the web interface. You don't even have to do it in the game. Uh, so I love that integration, and it's really cool. But a, a lot of people are complaining because it doesn't have an XP system anymore, and it uses the challenge system now. And we talked a lot about that in the interview, and, and you know we talked a lot about that. Obviously, it's, it's a decision that some people don't like that they've done. So you know, hopefully they learn from that. It's, I don't see them ever adding an XP system, obviously, because people are already playing the game and, and finishing those challenges. But uh, I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me. I, I don't mind the challenge thing. I think it's, it works fine. I've had no problems with it. So I, I guess I'm the only person that like, likes skills on in our community now. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, but I, I am. I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of it. So uh, I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, also did a stream for the Pinball Arcade for PS4. I'll be doing a review of that tonight as well. Uh, the written review is done, but we're going to wait for a little while because we don't have some uh, pertinent information in terms of uh, release date, pricing, also pricing on the tables, that sort of thing. It's still in the works. Got an email from Farsight today kind of explaining what's what's been decided, what hasn't been decided yet. So we're going to hold off on the written review until then. But uh, I also put a video up on YouTube, our YouTube channel with about 15 minutes of gameplay from it so do that review in a while and then more resogun uh actually got a high my high score my new high score when i was just kind of testing streaming because i've been testing with the elgato and also with the black magic that i have and uh, i got a new high score so i think i'm over 10 million now but still i haven't concentrated haven't played it on the big screen for a while i've just been playing it up here and i need to focus because freaking scott sour just blowing those scores away Guy's in the sub 1,000s right now. Anyway. Uh, Also messing with the streaming stuff, so like I said, there's some past broadcasts. You can check those out. I did learn something very interesting. Uh, So when the HDCP is, is, uh, when the ability to disable that is actually patched into the PS4, uh, right now I'm using the HDCP stripper, and that's how it's working. But uh, one thing to note, uh, because my Blackmagic will not work at 1080p because they're so damn finicky, uh, I've been forcing it to 720p on there. Well, it looked like absolute shit when I was doing it the first time. And then I found something out very interesting. My PS4 was actually set to automatic for the resolution instead of being set to 720p or 1080p. So once I actually went in and hard set it to 720p, it worked great. Looked great, ran great, everything. Uh, so if you're doing something like that in the future, guys, make sure you actually set that resolution in the PS4's uh, menu. Don't leave it to automatic. Because it screwed things up royally. Uh, and then I <clears throat> want to talk a little bit about this. I'm going to be doing some video in, uh, reviews pretty soon. But uh, this a couple of headsets that I've been messing with. And obviously the first one I played with at Extra Life. Uh, and that's that Skull, Skull Candy P, uh, Player One. Uh, which Skull Candy sent over. And i got to say I love it. I've been messing around with it a little bit more to make sure that the chat works with the PS4. Uh, and it does, but you have to use the, you know, the kind of like with the pulse. And I messed that up last week too. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I wasn't thinking last week, and I was saying you have to plug it in with the USB. That's not what it is. So the pulse headset has that wireless fob. You know, you plug it in with the USB, and it works. It works as a headset there, but to do chat, you need to run that little three and a half millimeter headphone cable from the head from the headset to the plug in the PS4 controller to get chat working. So it wasn't the USB that you needed. So I wanted to say sorry for that right away because I just wasn't thinking. Uh, same goes for the player ones and actually for the other headphones I'm going to talk about briefly. Uh, but they were they both work great. Uh, I've tried them both. They work great. Uh, and also somebody on the stream 
was asking about the Astro Gaming A40s uh, with the mix amp, the wireless mix amp. That will work as well. So basically any headphones that you have that have a separate microphone jack or plug, you can plug that into the, uh, the controller and it should work fine. So, and it's, it's so cool that they added that feature. I, I, and also I love the fact that you can just plug like earbuds in and they still work through the controller and you get all the sound. That's ingenious. Yeah. yeah. Never thought they were going to do that. Uh, but those Skull Candies, uh, they were on sale at Best Buy actually this week for 130 bucks. I can't recommend them highly enough. They're awesome. Uh, I used them for all of Extra Life, and they sounded great. They felt great. They're very comfortable. The microphone sounds excellent. I did some uh, some test recording with it, and it sounds beautiful. So, uh, And the battery, man, just lasted forever on that thing. I only really charged it once that whole time. So definitely give those a try if you want to be in that. I think they retail for about 180 uh, but definitely try them out. They're phenomenal. I, I was really happy. <clears throat> the Steel Series, uh, we're going to wait to do a full review on the website or on the podcast until Josh gets his pair, which I sent out today. Uh, but they actually sent a pair for both of us, which is really awesome, so we can talk about them. Uh, but these things are kind of the higher end. So these are what I saw at PAX that I wasn't really allowed to talk about for a while. But they're made for the really high end, like uh, to pretty much replace those high end Astro Gaming A40s, that sort of thing. So they envelop your ears like the A40s. They're very, very comfortable. Uh, they use a little box that you plug the optical in and everything else, but a little bit more functionality on that box, and everything is controllable from the headset too. So you can do it on the box or you can do it on the headset. Uh, having great luck with it, and, man, the surround in those. I was doing the stream with Killzone the other day, and like I could hear a guy coming up behind me on the headphones, and I turned around and got him, and I'm like, the only reason I got that guy is because I could hear him behind me. So the sound separation I thought in those was was definitely better than the Skull Candies, but they're also a lot more expensive. Uh, so these retail I think for about three hundred bucks, uh, but they're not even available yet. They're available for pre-order. I haven't really seen too much about them yet, and we don't know a release date yet. Like I said, we're going to kind of hold off on those until Josh gets them and gets to play with them, so we can both talk about them in, in detail. Uh, but I'll hopefully be doing a video review of the Skull Candies here this week. I'm hoping. Grand Turismo Six is showing up, so I got to kind of get it done before then, because then all bets are off. <laughs> but that's about it I've just been playing a lot with the streaming stuff and, and trying to get the best possible quality for our streams and that sort of thing I've been a busy boy yeah yeah now that the <gasps> PS4 launch madness is over huh. Ugh, man alright well uh, let's take a break when we come back we'll talk a little bit about Extra Life we finally have a date for the for the raffle uh, my review of Pinball Arcade, my review of Battlefield 4, some emails, and uh, we'll get the heck out of here. So we'll talk to you in a bit.
far back, and uh, Josh is is ticking. He's like a ticking time bomb right now. He's getting sicker as, as the minutes go by. I'm just gonna curl up and go to sleep now. Aww. You you go ahead and do your reviews. Are you saying I'll- that I put you to sleep when I talk? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, you got reviews. I'll just uh, I'll hey, just. Hey, I sat through all your reviews the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Just remember that. That's fine. <laughs> I won't make mine very long either. Oh, <laughs> you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> Fat people have feelings too, you know. All right. Anyway, really quick. Uh, I know we put it off for a couple of weeks. We had some issues because the website uh, was was attacked during Extra Life itself and that sort of thing. So we wanted to hold off. Uh, so I did set a date for the Extra Life raffle. Uh, this is going to be set in stone. Finally got the. I had some problems getting the list from uh, from Extra Life as well because they. St- this year, I don't know why they did it, but they didn't have an export feature to, like, an Excel file. So you have to, like, copy and paste it. So first off, for those of you that are on the team that want to get us that list, uh, you need to do so by this weekend. And all you have to do is go to your, uh, your profile page on extra-life.org. And up on the top, you'll see a thing that says Donations. So hover over that, and then you'll see Donations Received. If you click on that, it's going to take you to your profile page. And you're going to see, like, your total received, and you're going to see a bunch of names and stuff. So there's no export feature, unfortunately, so you need to copy and paste all that information that they give you and send that to me, to glenn at psnation.org, so I can get all that in for the raffle. But I need it by this Saturday, please, because we have, like, 70-some team, team members. So there's a lot to put in these, in these docs. Uh, so I'm going to get all that done. Uh, we're going to keep taking donations until, uh, let's say, this Friday at 5 o'clock Central Time. That's, that's your last time for donations. So, like I said, we're not trying to be... Actually, we had somebody back us up this week about our whole thing about not putting people on our friends list that didn't pay. Because it was somebody that did donate for both of our friends lists. And he said, I'm glad that you're doing that. I would feel crappy if you let other people on your friends list that didn't donate. So thank you so much for reinforcing our, you know, make, making us less fearful. Uh, but if you want to get on the friends list, you want to donate for that, we'll still take them until about 5 o'clock on Friday. So uh, if you want in on that, go for it, please. Um, I got a lot of space. Just saying. <laughs> I think I have, um, let's see, 1,850 slots open still. <laughs> I think we could fill that pretty easily. It's cheap. 50 bucks. Just saying. <clears throat> All right, so uh, take care of that. But the uh, the, the date for the, uh, the the stream right now is going to be Saturday, December seventh, at eleven a.m. Central Time. Central Time is minus zero six hundred. Uh, Google it. I'm in Wisconsin, so you can just look up that Central Time Zone. And uh, but 11 a.m. Central Time, I will have all of the picks done ahead of time, like I did last year. All these raffle tickets are going to be electronic, uh, so we'll just get on the stream, rattle off the names, and uh, we'll we'll just be done with it at that time. But and also I'll put the list up on the Extra Life page as well. So um, get all that stuff in, please. Uh, you know I, I've tried to walk through people or walk people through how to get that list to me. Like I said, it sucks that there is no export feature. I actually emailed them and said, you guys have to have an export next year. This is ridiculous. Because so, they used to have it. I don't understand why they took it away. So anyway, and thanks again to everybody that donated and everybody that participated. It was Having that many people on, on the team alone was just astounding. And I believe, I have to look again, but I believe our team came in in the top 20 for money raised. That's so awesome. people need to feel very proud of themselves. And I, I can't be more proud of our community. It's, again, showing showing a lot to a lot of people. So, uh, And the charity blew up this year, so they raised a lot of money. 
I believe the hospital did over 55,000 just for the hospital we played for, which is awesome. So thanks to everybody that participated. Thanks to everyone that that stuck with us that whole 25 hours too, and and played all the games with us. And uh, it was a blast. And we really didn't have very many problems except for like kills on three. So it was pretty cool. All right. Uh, pinball arcade. So I streamed quite a bit of it and, uh, Actually, I'm going to pull my review up because I listed a lot of stuff in there, but it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, obviously, it's it's the big difference between that and, and Zen that I play all the time is, is that it's real tables. It's tables that actually exist in reality, uh, which, you know, you're kind of held to physics and everything, so it's a little bit different than Zen. But uh, it's, it's, it's a great game. I mean, obviously, if you played it before, you've played it on here. It's on, I think, like 10 or 11 different platforms now. So it's everywhere, and uh, you know it's it's. I think it's best definitely on P- on PS4. I haven't played the PC version yet, so it might be better or better better on there, or the same, whatever. But uh, I'll tell you what: one thing that really makes it great is the new L1 and R1 on the DualShock Four. They feel so much better. They they have less give, and they're a lot more responsive. So obviously, the biggest upgrade is the visuals on this game. Uh, everything looks a lot cleaner. Everything looks a lot crisper. There's even tables like Bride of Pinbot where there's a lot of metallic stuff there. Really got an overhaul. So it definitely looks better, but at the same time, it's not a complete overhaul. So don't expect this humongous leap from like Mario 64 to the new one on the Wii U or something like that. You know, it, 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 Everything looks cleaner, and everything looks a lot crisper. And it's also a lot better frame rate, so it's a lot smoother, a lot easier, at least for me, it's a lot easier to track the pinball now. Uh, I'm not losing it as much. And responsiveness to the flippers between the buttons and the flippers is there's no input lag at all anymore. Uh, because there was on the PS3. There was definitely an input input lag that you had to get used to. And that does not exist anymore. So that alone is, is really nice. Uh, one of the biggest things, though, is this new lighting system they have in this game. So, And that's probably the biggest change is all this new lighting. So... Everything is completely lit differently. Everything reacts to the light in real time. Uh, when the ball's rolling around, if there's lights underneath the play field, you'll actually see that reflecting in real time off the ball. It's, it's pretty crazy when you see it. And it was funny because I didn't know about this option until I was doing the live stream, and a couple of the developers from Farsight were on the chat. And they said, you need to go to night mode. I'm like, night mode? What are you talking about? So you hit the options button to, to pause the game, and you go down to the options, and, and there's a thing there that says lighting. And there's three different settings, neutral, bright, and dark. And basically, you're controlling the light in the room. So, like, they're basically acting like you actually have a pinball or, you know, pinball machine in a room, and you can turn the lights off. And it's crazy. Like, the, everything glows, and everything, it's, it's such a weird look. And you can see it in, in that uh, video that I put up on YouTube. Or if you go look at the, uh, the, the replay of the live stream on twitch.tv slash psnation. Go to the past broadcast and you'll see it there. It works on most of the tables. There's a couple where I was actually losing the ball way too much because there's no lighting down by the flippers or whatever. Uh, so you'll just have to play with it, but it's really cool. Uh, it definitely blew me away. Uh, the, the one thing that I think a lot of people are going to have expectations about, though, is the physics. So the physics have always been kind of one of those points where they need to work. Uh, it's, a, it's very easy to kind of hit the ball in the same spot 20 or 30 times in a row. At least I can do it on a few tables. Uh, Funhouse in particular, when it shoots out of the uh, the hole on the right side, I can pop it right up to the one in the middle like 20 times in a row, no problem. 
And I even did some of that on the, on the stream. I was waiting for somebody to email me saying, stop it. <laughs> um, you can still do that. It's not as easy anymore, but you can still do it. So obviously they're kind of, I don't want to say cheating, but the physics are not really all there. I think they're using some pre-canned uh, deflections off the flippers, that sort of thing still. It's definitely better, though. The ball seems to react to the bumpers better, to the jets better, to the flippers better. You can feel it if you've ever played any of the other versions of the game. You can definitely feel the improvements. Uh, I think along with the better frame rate, it just plays and feels a lot better. It feels more like a simulation now. Uh, But, yeah, I think the physics can still be improved. And I really don't think they have any excuses at this point because they do have the processing power to handle it now. So I'm hoping that they do improve that. What's that? (laughs) You'd hope. Yeah, you know, I I mean, obviously, they're trying to recreate these tables as much as possible, and I think they've done a, a very admirable job. I don't see, you know, anyone else on the market trying to do that kind of thing, uh, but that's the one area that I'm still kind of leery about. I mean, it, it's, it's not a game-breaking thing at all, and it's definitely better than the PS3 and the Vita versions, but I even had a couple of instances on No More Gophers, where the ball actually still hopped off the table and rolled off to the right side on the floor. Now, there's supposed hmm. to be glass there. Yeah. Yeah, I got it on video even. So uh, it does still happen. Those little glitches that were in the previous versions are still there, and that's a little frustrating. Uh, so to me, it feels like it's kind of rushed onto the PS4, and you know that worries me a little bit. It's great that the game is on there, but I, I was really hoping that it would be kind of a little more fixed. So again, not game-breaking. Uh, when it happened, it was always a multi-ball for some reason. I don't know if that's part of the bug. But, uh, you know, just shot another ball out if you lost it off the table. But still, I, I just don't understand how you lose a ball off the table when there's supposed to be glass there and all that. So, a little weird thing. Uh, but, you know, it, it's really cool. I, I'm really having a great time with it. I've been playing it a lot. And in terms of tables, so it comes with... The pro version, actually, of Tales of the Arabian Nights. So the pro version allows you to do a lot more uh, playing around with the dip switches and with the options on the table. Uh, and normally that's a paid upgrade for any of the tables, which I never do because I don't like messing with that stuff. But it comes with the Tales of the Arabian Nights, which is a fantastic table. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't gotten the price of the game yet. I, th- I think it's going to be... Uh, I don't even want to say. Uh, but I haven't gotten the price of the game, but it does come with that table. And Season 1 is available for the table packs. So I, I'm pretty sure what they're going to do is do the table packs like they did on PS3 slash Vita. But they haven't said yet. And they haven't given any pricing yet. <clears throat> but if you get the whole Season 1, you get a lot of tables. Uh, so you get Attack from Mars, Big Shot, Black Hole, Black Knight, Bride of Pimbot, Circus Voltaire, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Elvira, Funhouse, Genie, Gorgar, Harley Davidson, Medieval Madness, Monster Bash, No Good Gophers, Ripley's Believe It or Not, Scared Stiff, which is the other Elvira table. Uh, Star Trek, uh, like I said, Tales of the Arabian Nights you already have. Uh, Taxi, Theater of Magic, and Twilight Zone. So not a bad deal when you get the whole pack. And I'm sure, obviously, that's probably going to be the best way pricing-wise. So what they're talking about is if you have PlayStation Plus, you're going to get some kind of a discount for tables. And they're still trying to deal with uh, how they're going to handle if you already own the tables on the previous versions how you're going to be able to handle that and getting them on this new version. So that's what they don't have any information for us yet for. So, like I said, that's why I haven't put the the download or the, 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 the web review up yet, and we're going to hold off until we can answer all those questions. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, I, I think it's a great job they've done. 
although it does kind of feel a tad rushed here and there. But it's something that they can definitely improve on. We've seen them improve the game on the on the PS3 and Vita, actually. So I'm hoping that they're going to do more of that. Maybe, hopefully, with the uh, the second season of Tables come out, maybe they'll patch it at that time. Uh, online stuff doesn't work yet on the version I have, but they are going to have what's called uh, the online tournaments, which uh, they haven't really given too much information about yet either, and that's kind of another reason why we haven't put the review up on the on the website yet. But, you know, I'm really happy with this. It's really cool having this, and obviously Zen is going to have something out pretty soon as well. I hope for it. we're going to have information very, very soon. Like I said, we don't have a date yet. We don't have a price, so there's still some other things. But uh, as of right now, I'm giving the game... Uh, what did I give it? <laughs> an 8.5. An 8.5. So there's definitely room for improvement, but it is pretty excellent. And it looks fantastic. So uh, I'm very happy with it overall. Just a couple of complaints. And also, if you're wondering if you download it right now, if you have all the tables included from Season 1, the download is about 2.3 gigabyte for the game and all the tables. That's not terrible. It's not terrible. I think it's about the same as what is it on the PS3. Obviously, the Vita version is a lot smaller. But uh, Oh, and also the audio. I want to bring up the audio. Because <clears throat> <clears throat> some people were kind of mentioning it on the stream. So... Farsight actually, uh, for uh, when they started out, they were actually recording the audio with like microphones against the speakers and that sort of thing. What they've been doing a lot lately, and I don't want to say just lately, but for a long time now, they've actually been buying the actual pinball machines or they're borrowing them from people and they're reverse engineering the chips that are on the actual boards and getting all the samples directly off of those. So if anybody's expecting like this complete HD remaster of, of sound effects and everything else, don't expect that. Because a lot of these tables are from like the 70s and 80s, and the technology back then was really primitive. So in terms of reproducing the sound, they're doing the best they can possibly do, and it's a phenomenal job. But don't expect like some weird HD remaster where everything's going to be crystal clear, because it's never going to be that way. And I think that's a great choice. I think they need to do that. I don't want to hear them like re-recording all that stuff. So, Yeah. And also no word on, like, cross-saves, anything like that. So I, I wouldn't expect it. Because they've never really done that. I always have to get the same table goals and trophies and everything else between the PS3 and Vita versions already. So yeah. I wouldn't expect that with the new one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very happy with it. So I've been playing the hell out of it. All right. The big one. Uh, Battlefield 4. So first off, uh, I played all the way through the campaign on the PS3 version. I've only played a little bit of the campaign on the PS4 version, mainly because I was waiting for the multiplayer to install. So I was playing a little bit on, on the stream and everything else. The campaigns are exactly the same on both versions, so don't expect any extra content, anything like that. Uh, so we'll talk about the campaign a little bit. Uh, I don't get Battlefield games for the campaign. I just don't. They, they never really had it until they came to console. Uh, I think Battlefield Bad Company was the first one to actually have a story mode on it or a single-player mode. Uh, single-player on the PC versions for years was you're playing the multiplayer maps against bots, and that was multi or that was single-player, <clears throat> which I never did on any versions, uh, 42, Vietnam, BF2, uh, 2142, et cetera, et cetera. But the campaign on this, I will say, is much better than the Battlefield 3 campaign. Much better. Uh, it, it the story actually stays together a lot better. It, it, it just the gameplay overall I think is a lot better. The AI is a little bit better. Uh, I was I, I still have the problems though where 
and I have a big problem with this, and that's why I don't really like playing a campaign on a game like this. So when I was streaming it, I was up on this rooftop in China on this hotel, and uh, we were trying to clear the helipad. And all of a sudden, all these guys came out, you know, the whole dump a bunch of players at them. And they're all dumped out at me, and I'm taking them out, taking them out, and all of a sudden, nothing's happening. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I finally kind of start looking around. I go into this building, and down at the bottom of the staircase in this other room is a guy just, like, stuck at the bottom of the stairs. And it wouldn't let me progress until I took every single enemy out. I hate that mechanic so much. I just, I hate it. (laughs) And they do that again in this game. So it's it's the old Call of Duty, uh, you know... Take all the enemies because we dumped them all at you, and it's an arena, and move on from there. <clears throat> the story is really good, though, and, and the cinematic stuff is fantastic. I mean, you're on a ship, and it breaks apart right in half in, in front of you. And I'm not spoiling anything because they showed that in some of the E3 stuff and everything, but cinematically, it's phenomenal. They've done a great job uh, just with the look of the game, and, and it, it does feel a lot more cohesive than BF3s. It's not perfect, but it is a lot better. I will say that. Would I play it again all the way through? No. No. I did it once to, to go through for the review, and I'm done with that. I'm just playing multiplayer now. Uh, and the campaign took me about, I want to say about four hours to get through, so that's pretty standard nowadays. Uh, multiplayer. So the multiplayer is broken right now on a lot of platforms. Uh, PS3, not as much, but it's actually broken on there still. It's pretty obvious, and I'm hearing that it's broken on PC, it's broken on Xbox One, it's broken on, I think there's one of the platforms on, oh, 360. So, it's pretty obvious that they rushed the game out to market. It wasn't ready to go in terms of multiplayer. Uh, The servers on the PS4 for a long time, if you got into Conquest because it's 64 player now, uh, they would crash after about 10 minutes. It was just, it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen, and it did. They've gotten it going now where you can at least play 64-player, and it might crash, but you might only have it happen once or twice a night instead of, like, every 10 minutes. Uh, But the voice chat is terrible right now on it. So it's obviously uh, giving priority to the gameplay and not to the voice chat. Luckily, the party chat is a lot like the 360s, and it's on its own channel. So if you get in the party chat, it works fine. Uh, The problem is you still can't go into battle log and do anything. So if you you press down on the, on the, uh, the, the touch pad on the controller and let it go for a few minutes it'll crash (laughs) so if you want to invite a friend into a squad it'll crash if you want to uh go into battle log and find a friend it'll crash but it doesn't crash when you go out to the uh the party system or anything else anymore so if you hit the playstation button to go back out it was crashing last week now it's not so apparently they're going to do a bigger patch this week which we're all waiting on with beta breath because the game is fantastic uh it's beautiful on ps4 uh, PS3 worked really well. We we did a lot of uh, play on it for Extra Life. It was very solid. We didn't really have too many problems. Uh, the server browser is broken on every platform, which sucks. So we, we pretty much have to try to find a server that has enough slots open, so we have to keep going to, to a quick match and wait until we get on a server with a bunch of player slots open. <laughs> it's just a nightmare right now. <clears throat> uh, but PS3 worked great, you know, and, and uh, there's definitely a little more sound design in the in the PS3 version than there was in BF3. But overall, the graphics are about the same, maybe a touch less on certain maps. But then you get to the PS4. And it's beautiful. It's so smooth. And so gorgeous. And just everything about it. It's not ultra-setting PC-wise, but it's high settings on PC. 
in my opinion. Uh, it, it's silky smooth, huge draw distance, beautiful visuals, especially those explosions. Um, and it's Buildings awesome. collapsing, cats and dogs living, living together. together. Mass hysteria. It is cool, though. I mean, uh, <clears throat> with those buildings collapsing, like you said, you know, you go to a couple of those maps where you can bring down that huge... Um, that huge skyscraper and there's a hotel that you can blow off both sides of it and they crumble. Uh, that level of destructibility now with frostbite three is definitely there and it's insane. I mean, it, it changes the game itself in, in, in certain circumstances. Uh, there were other things you can bring down. Like if you're on that one with the satellite dish, uh, which I think is, I can't remember the name of that one, but, uh, there's this big satellite dish, like in Goldeneye, you know, that one that's in the ground, you can bring that whole thing down. And it changes the landscape of the actual game and, and the, the points you have to capture when you're in Conquest. Uh, Rush works great. I've, I haven't really played Domination too much, which is a new mode, so I really don't want to talk about that very much. But, you know, Rush and Conquest, which are the, the staples, are awesome. They're, they've brought so much back from Battlefield 2 with the whole commander interface and with the larger squads, and you actually have a chain of command now like you did in Battlefield 2. So the commander is giving... Uh, commands to the squad leader and the squad leader is giving the commands to the squad just like it was in battlefield 2 and it's awesome that way uh and it's it works really well you know they've got the the selection flower again where you hold down the button and it pulls up the the different commands that are very easy to go through uh, just like in battlefield 2 you know and and that's what i love so much i mean a lot of that that, that was lost in battlefield 3 i was really sad to see a lot of that lost and they brought it back and it's working if they would just get the damn servers working so, it's great, but if you want it just for multiplayer, you might want to wait for a couple of weeks to buy it uh, until they get things patched up. But it's happening on every platform, so this is, just isn't a PS4 thing. And we were, ta- <laughs> we were talking the other night on the chat, like, if the Xbox One version comes out and it works, oh, the conspiracy theories are going to run wild. Because of all the, you know, because they get the DLC first on, on Xbox One for a couple of weeks and that sort of thing. So the first, uh, the first DLC for the multiplayer, which is a lot of the classic maps from BF3, I think has a two-week exclusivity on the, on the X-Bone. That's okay. I can handle that. And it does look awesome. Uh, I, got, uh, I got Premiere right away. Or I think it's called Premiere. Battlefield. I don't know. Their season pass. Because the season pass in BF3 was worth it. It, it. There were so many maps. It was a lot of content, and it made sense. Because I play that game constantly. So uh, for PS3, I'm giving the game an 8.0, just because the visuals did take a little bit of a hit compared to BF3. But I, you know, it's kind of expected with the larger maps and everything else. It, it, they're just really pushing the limits of those systems. For PS4... I want to give it a score now and then when the multiplayer servers like get fixed. And that's why I haven't really put up a, a review on, on the web yet. Uh, that's why I've been kind of holding off. So I'm going to get it written, but I don't well, know if I'm going to post it right away. But this is what people are buying now. I know. That's what sucks. Uh, because there's so and, much potential if they get these servers fixed. And they will, I'm sure, eventually. But God, what a pain in the ass right now. Uh, but it is playable. Like I said, we only had a couple of crashes over the weekend. So it's it definitely improved. And the promised patch was actually this week. So they did kind of an intermediate patch over the weekend. So right now, man, I'll give it a 9.0. 9.0. Yeah, for PS4. Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to put the web one up until that big patch goes... <laughs> Maybe an 8.5. Yeah, 
8.5 because they should have had this shit working. Well, all right then. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> it, it, it's really weird though. It, it, it totally, and it, it's a great problem to have, but it totally sucks that both Killzone Shadowfall and Battlefield 4 are out at the same time because I honestly love Killzone Shadowfall and I have not been playing it enough because the people I play Battlefield with so much aren't playing Killzone. And the people I used to play Killzone with don't have a PS4 yet. So I don't have that awesome group of people that I've been playing Killzone with for all these years on Shadowfall yet. And it's killing me. Because what I have played, I am enjoying the shit out of. But Battlefield is in my blood. I've been playing it way longer than Killzone. And, uh, you know, we've had some epic matches already. Uh, And the maps are great. I love the new maps. Except for Flood Zone. Fuck Flood Zone. They need to delete that from every playing list ever. It is the worst map ever. It's the worst map I've had in the Battlefield series in years. It's terrible. Every time we get to Flood Zone, we just sit in the parking garage and hold that the whole time. We all hate it. So if anybody from DICE or EA are listening to this, get rid of Flood Zone. Take it out of the rotation. Completely. When we can finally rent servers on BF4, we're never going to have Flood Zone on the, on the playlist. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. It's terrible. I will. I'll have it. Yeah, you'll rent your own server and only have Flood Zone, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> Josh's 24-hour Flood Zone map. Oh, yeah. All right. Emails. Wow, we're already up to emails. Already? Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. Uh, so are we doing these in any... Like, am I taking one or the other? I don't even remember at this point. It's Why don't you just hours. do the first because I've been talking so much. All right. First one is from Errol Burke. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. Dear NS Nation. Yeah, NS Nation. (laughs) Uh, I'm one of those who pre-ordered my PS4 in the UK after listening to both Xbox One and PS4 launch announcements. Which, at the time, I thought Sony won my vote. But recently, I've just read that. A. U.S. download prices are approximately £10 cheaper. Hmm. Well, see, what you're reading is wrong because we use dollars here. So. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay £59 for anything yet. And B. Non-U.S. customers who purchase the PS4 camera don't even get the stand and are expected to pay another £15 for it. Hmm. I think this guy actually tweeted me and asked me this, and I'm like, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Um, all right. Does anybody have an idea why this is the case, or is it just another squeeze as much as you can out of the rest of the world? Surely this makes for an interesting story, and if you can get the above answer by Sony, great. <laughs> I, th- I think my pre-order may well end up canceled over this injustice. <laughs> Guys, love your sight. You don't All get right. a camera stand? Uh, well, <clears throat> I think the first question is, where did you read it? Because if you remember, in the days leading up to the PS4 launch, yeah. There were all kinds of bullshit stories flying around. And I actually tweeted PlayStation Europe, but I never got anything back uh, about the stand thing. So I don't know. Because I think this is the guy that tweeted us about it, and I'm like, I have no idea. I mean, I think my response to him was, well, the U.S. one came with a little stand thing, but I... If they're charging 15 bucks for that little stand, by the way, that's kind of bullshit. I, I don't understand why they would. It's... 
the box is the box. It's in the box. Why yeah. would they take it out of the box for Europe? That doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, and, and the only thing I can say is that when we got the early PS4, the camera wasn't in the box. It was just in with it, and I didn't get a stand with that first one. But there was, like, two-sided tape with it. So the way that the camera pivots, I put the two-sided tape on the small part where the cable goes in, and then I could pivot the camera still. But that was just me. Uh, yeah. I agree, though. I don't, I, I don't know why they would have a different boxed version of the camera in Europe when all I've ever seen when they're showing it on PlayStation Europe's Twitter feed or their video feed or anything else, it looks like the exact same box. Yeah. I personally, I would double check your sources and, and see if they can be confirmed by other sources, not ones that are just repeating what they read off that website or wherever. We read on five other websites. It's not going to have it. (laughs) Confirm or deny. But, uh, honestly, I, and and this happened with the Xbox One as well. In the days leading up to the launch, there are and the weeks leading up to the launch, there are all kinds of fanboys, potentially people that are being paid by one or two of the companies. Potentially, that doesn't you know. happen. No, not at all. Um, but there's all kinds of bullshit being dropped all over the yeah. internet yeah. from people and and from trolls just putting it out there just to get people all riled up because it's funny you know <laughs> so i i don't know Un- unless you can confirm that unless it's from a legitimate site and it's not we've heard that yeah you know it's that we know that for a fact blah 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 then i would be concerned about it until then i I'd wait yeah. and see because I I don't believe it yeah. necessarily un, until you see it actually happen. Agreed. And about the downloads being ex- more expensive, aren't they already on the PS3? Yeah, I thought the prices were already like wonky. Yeah, for, I, we might be wrong, but I I mean we've gotten tons of emails end. about that in the past. Yeah, I, I don't know the prices over there, so I'm not really sure. So I, I, yeah, I don't know really how to answer that. I mean, if you're going to cancel it, that's fine. Go for it. Unless you ordered it with our Amazon link, then I think you should keep it. Well, yeah, if, if you ordered it through the Amazon link, then you should definitely get it and then maybe yeah. sell it on eBay or something. Yeah, you might make a couple of bucks. Uh, or you could get an Xbox One, but, and you can buy that with our our Amazon link too. We're totally fine with that. I don't know if you saw the report today, but it's actually a tested report that the Xbox Ones in Europe are having a problem with the cable system over there, and things aren't syncing up correctly at the 50 hertz that they run at. <laughs> so uh, there's videos up and everything. Uh, it's like actual like trusted sites that are doing this, not just some weird little troll website that just got put up a week ago. <laughs> it's the megahertz. It's the megahertz. I, uh, it's I... just not working. So, oh. yeah. Anyway, I I don't know what to say. I mean, if we have some other, like Chaz, Chaz or Raj, you know, our, our guys in Europe, maybe you could chime in or somebody else that's in Europe, uh, like Mr. Lard Team Maker or somebody about pricing on PS3 Vita, you know, for downloads and stuff. Has it always been kind of more expensive than the U.S.? I thought it was. But obviously, Josh or I don't live in Europe, so we really can't confirm or deny well, we can deny, but we'd be lying. Well, I'm pretty close to Europe. 
You can see it from your house, right? Close If it's a clear day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, what's her face? Uh-huh. I'm Sarah Palin. I can <laughs> oh, walk yeah. out my door and I can look over and I can see Europe on a clear day. <sighs> I wish somebody would take her and Michelle Bachman and just ship them to <laughs> Siberia. God. It's two morons. Now, I'm not getting into politics. No, I'm not either, but I hate I'm just so much. I'm just, and I'm not saying why. I'm not saying it's because I'm a Democrat and I hate them or I'm a Republican and I don't like them being in, you know associated with the Republicans. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I just hate those two women so much. Uh, anyway, <laughs> people, those two people. I don't care if they're women. I just hate those two. Anyway, uh, this next email is from Brandon. Number two proper. Number two. Well, oh, is there another one from him? There's no, there's a, I screwed up. So delete number oh, two okay, okay. and go to number two proper. <clears throat> Done. Uh, again, this is from Brandon. <laughs> he says, hello. Can you ask around and see, I love this. Can you ask around and see what, when they might patch, uh, patch in the PlayStation headphones uh, so they work? I just put the kids in bed and was going to play some BF4 and use the headphones to be quiet and a little box popped up saying device not supported. What the hell? Uh, any help would be great. Uh, uh, I'm also like we said. Before. What's that? Like we said. Yes. All you have to do, any dude, the the headphones that you use for your iPod or your phone or for your Walkman, because you probably still have those around the little foam ones that sit yeah. on top of your ear. Anything with that jack will plug into your controller and you can use them. Yeah. And the thing is, most of those have a microphone on them so that you can use them for chat and for uh, listening to the game audio and your chat audio. Or like we said, any, even if they're wireless headphones, like the, the regular or the pulse elites, because I don't think the regular wireless have the, the jack, but any like the pulse elites or the Astro gamings or anything else that have a separate plug for, uh, for microphone will work as well. So you can do the wireless audio from the game over your wireless dongle, be it, you know, optical with no. your whatever, your pulse. You don't elite. need that. Huh? No, you can, you can do that, though, if you want, like, the full surround and everything. It's just the chat has to be plugged into the controller right now. Your chat won't work over that wireless connection. No, you don't need that wireless connection. I know that. I'm saying it's an <laughs> option, though. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't need it. You can just you plug right. Right, you don't Why need make it. it but if you spent, just plug if you right spent three hundred dollars on Astro Gaming A30s or A40s, and you have the wireless mix amp, you can still use them. That's what I'm trying to get at. Ah. 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 And the thing is, it's no big deal because you just plug in. It's, your controller's right there anyway, so you're not messing with anything. But yeah, but the USB connection for chat is what's not working right now. So that's what has to be. And also, any Bluetooth. Headsets whatsoever don't work yet. But that's when it's going to be patched. I think they said January. Uh, January, February, you know, around that area. Well, but the the high-end Sony ones will work just plugging that directly into... That's a Bluetooth headset, but that will work plugging that directly into the controller. Right, but it's Bluetooth, but it's not using the Bluetooth in the system. It's Bluetooth yes, to, the, to the dongle, and that's the difference. Correct. I'm talking about Bluetooth headsets that I know you connect are. directly. Yeah. But I'm just making it clear for everybody listening, because you <laughs> said Bluetooth doesn't work, and that works. I swear you just plug Actually, it in. Actually, I don't think it uses Bluetooth at that dongle. I think it uses RF. Well, just yeah. telling you. I know. Uh, 
But that's the thing. If you have one of those high-end headsets. And also, uh, I want to bring up some people have been asking about like the Turtle Beach P22s and everything else that use the uh, – like you have, Josh, uh, those, those Steel Series that you have uh, that – or I'm, I'm sorry, the, the Skull Candies that you have that use the uh, red and white audio connections that you could use in the PS3 so easily. I, the the Skull Candies that I have also have the same little three-and-a-half-inch plug oh, in Good to go. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Because I've used So that. Turtle Beach, uh, like the P21s, the P22X, that kind of thing that – that have the connector, and actually, I have a pair of um, uh, Steel Series Siberia V2s that use the red and white RCA uh, audio connections. So, a lot of people thought you can't use those on PS4 because it's only optical or HDMI. So, there is a workaround, and it's very, very cheap, and it works because I've been using it. So, go to Amazon and just look for an optical uh, audio converter. That basically, you plug the optical from the PS4 into this little box. It's very tiny, and you have to plug it into power though. You plug it into there, and then it has an, uh, a right and left out for those kind of headphones. It's about 15 bucks. very small, very easy to work with. There's no settings, nothing. You just plug the shit in and go, and it works beautifully. Uh, I've tried it with a couple of different headphones. I'm also using that to capture audio when we stream. So when I was streaming the other day, that was all going through the mixer with that little box. So it definitely works. So I know a lot of people have been asking about that, so I want to make sure we brought that up. So anyway, uh, his PSN is Metsy. Oh, come on. So it's System Killer backwards. So it's... No, wait, it isn't no, even it, backwards. Metsy, M-E-T-S-Y-S-R-E. I, I don't even know what this is, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> that's, that's the dumbest PSN name I've seen in a long time. Sorry, Brandon. It's, it's Killer System Backwards. Actually, now yeah. that I'm looking at it closer, yeah. but he he wrote AKA System Killer, but it's Killer System. Yeah, backwards. So there you go. If you want to add somebody on the on the PSN with the dumbest name of of November, <laughs> who plays Battlefield Four? So there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. So join us. Uh, yeah. So uh, Killer System backwards, not System Killer. Come on, man. So everybody, write that down. Then yeah. write it down backwards, and yeah. then and then type that in. Good luck. <laughs> That's a guy that does not want to have any friends. No. That's like being uh, <laughs> Philip J. Fry with underscores and stuff. Exactly. Nobody ever gets it right. Yep. <laughs> That's my plan. All right. Number three. Is this proper? <laughs> uh, this is the one that we have no control over, but Okay. I, sure. That's why I put it in here. Oh, okay. Uh, just to explain, we have no control over this. Yes. Ben Martin. Uh, he writes, I didn't donate this year given my finances, but That's I fine. think I'm going to try to do it next year. Sweet. I was wondering if you'd consider opening up Bitcoin donations. <laughs> we have no control over that. Yeah, we don't touch the money for Extra Life. The, the donations are actually made through Extra Life system. We, don't, we never touch it. We never see it. No, we don't. All we see is that somebody donated X dollars. We have no proof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Extra Life has the proof, and they've got all the finance stuff, and they do they deal with all that. So, yep. how they accept the money is up to them. We have no say in it whatsoever. So go to extra-life.org, and there should be a contact us thing, and you can email them about it. Okay, so let me just continue yes. this anyway. So. Uh, that's my personal preference, and after listening to the podcast or most of it at this point, I it's think kind of you long might <laughs> I, you might just 
you might want to just go up like a thousand and make people donate in order to get on. Oh, the friends list. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'm fine with you limiting your friends list in order to help a charity. And I think that those of us who actually listen are fine with it as well. well Thank cool. you. Thank you. I don't even know what Bitcoins are. I really don't. I, I looked it up one time and all I know is that they're used to finance hitmen to kill people that work at Bitcoin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of my knowledge of the whole thing. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I see stuff about it every now and then, but it also looks like the worth fluctuates rapidly. Like what Bitcoins are worth like day to day, it seems to fluctuate all over the place. But I don't know. I, I don't really know that much about it. I don't know why it's something that people care about more than regular money. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. To me, that's like buying uh, Xbox Live points. Honestly, I, I, I just don't get it. But those don't exist anymore. True. No more moon bucks. But I, I yeah, it's a little weird. I, I fear what I don't understand, Josh. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> ben in Nova Scotia. There we go. If you want to explain bitcoins to us, that's great. I it, yeah. Uh, it, like I said, if you want to see if Extra Life would be for it, uh, go to extra-life.org. Uh, I'm sure there's a contact us section somewhere on there, and, and send them a message. Uh, to see if they'll go for it. I have a feeling they probably won't be able to uh, just because of tax you know, tax stuff. And they even had a problem this year where uh, like people couldn't play for CMN hospitals over in Europe, which they were in the past. But there was some kind of weird tax law that got put into place that really screwed a lot of things up. So just saying, you're probably going to get a denial, but it's, it's worth trying. If they can do it, I would, I would see no reason why they wouldn't do it. If they can, if it's, if it's possible, any way to get more money is still a way to get more money. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Are we finally over all this stuff? Thanks a lot, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, if you want to contact us, there's a bunch of different ways you can do that. Uh, you can leave us voicemail. I'm going to run voicemails a little bit differently, but we should be fine next week. Uh, so if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can either call our voicemail line at 408-657-VITA. That number, again, is 408-657-8482. Or if you have Skype, you can simply call us at WDT-TORGO and leave us a voicemail that way. Uh, by the way, the regular voicemail line will cut you off after three minutes, so just be aware of that. We had somebody the other day try like four times <laughs> and just bitch up a storm about it. Uh, <laughs> this stupid thing. So they he bitched about it for about thirty seconds, and that just gave him less time to leave the message. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to run all those sometime soon. It's uh, yeah. like a, I don't know. That's a comedy routine. It is. It, it's yeah. Uh, it's almost like uh, in Swingers. Yeah. That yeah. Really, really. That's uh, exactly what it thing is. Where he just keeps leaving the voicemails and it fills up. Yeah. So. Uh, don't forget our PS Nation page and our group. So just go to uh, Facebook, do a search for PS Nation. You'll find the page and the group. Like the page, please, because we need all those likes we can get. And then join the group. Like I said, we're over 1,300 strong on there now, and uh, more people are joining up every day for all of the insane uh, conversations we have on there. Uh, it's it's becoming almost a mini Google because nobody wants to Google anything anymore, so they just go there and ask everybody. It's pretty funny to watch. <laughs> I've been trying to stay out of it lately. 
Uh, you can also find us on Stitcher. If you use Stitcher to stream any of your podcasts, just look in the video game section. We are there, and you can find us on it. Uh, also on Twitter, you can look for Josh at PJF Josh. Subscribe, please. Follow him. All I hear is him whining every day. Nobody yeah. likes me. Nobody cares. It's it's pretty. It, it's getting pretty frustrating. Uh, or you can uh, start following us on uh, the main Twitter account, which is at PS Nation. We're over thirteen thousand now. Wow. Well, la di da. Well, you're a part of that too. If you'd ever use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got don't my forget. own thing. What was that? I got my own thing going on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh. it's my own little quiet group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> the exclusive club of everyone. Like That's a discover right. card. The special people. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet. Uh, don't forget our podcast network over at retroids.com. Don't forget our website, psnation.com, where you can also find our forums, which we're trying to revive a little bit. Uh, some new PS4 stuff going on. Some discussions on there. So uh, check that out, and also. Our awesome sponsors at audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. Sign up for the free trial. There's over 100,000 different audiobooks to uh, check out. And when you sign up for the free trial, you get to keep that book, even if you don't stick with the trial for the uh, the full period. So if you quit, you get to keep the book. We still get a piece. It still helps us pay the bills. Giddy up. Uh, also, our merch store at zazzle.com slash psnation. We have Christmas ornaments, folks. We have stickers. We have hats, shirts, hoodies. Just saying. Yay. Yay. Uh, and also, uh, like we said, don't forget to check out, especially Black Friday this week, folks. Uh, hit our Amazon link over to psnation.com. There is a uh, an affiliates links banner on the left side of the screen. Uh, we have Amazon links and a bunch of other stores like Best Buy and uh, Tiger Direct Canada, all kinds of stuff. Uh, use those links to go to those stores. Anything you buy in that session, we get a little piece of it, and it helps us pay the bills. Uh, we've got a server to pay for next year, so it's going to be expensive. Uh, if you're doing any Black Friday stuff and they have like specific links, what I've been doing is going to the link, adding it to my cart, and then I hit the I, I keep our link in a bookmark. So after I put it in my in my wish list, actually don't do it in the cart, do it in the wish list because it's easier. <clears throat> so you do the wish list and then you hit that link and then you go into your wish list and add them to the cart. It's only it only takes a couple extra seconds, and that assures that anything you buy goes toward us and helps us out. So. We really do appreciate it. Uh, I actually got our second check from Amazon UK. And then I went down to the bank, and she didn't know what to do with it, even though I've done it down there before. It's because you're in Wisconsin. Well, uh, yeah. And I had to walk her through it. <laughs> and the funny thing is, they use Deutsche Bank. So right away, she started trying to do it from Germany. And I'm like, no, it's in pounds. It's from Europe. <laughs> or from the UK. And she's like, but it says Deutsche Bank. I'm like, I understand that. They're not just in Germany. So I just show her, like, oh, it was pretty funny. It was kind of a comedy of errors. But, uh, no, seriously, we can't thank you enough. It, it definitely helps us out for paying the bills. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get more content up, so that's why I'm going to try to do these video reviews for the headsets and all kinds of stuff. So uh, that's all a, uh, a result of people using these links to, to get, get their cool stuff. So we thank you. Uh, all right. Oh, and don't forget, It Is Written. Uh, you can find their album up on iTunes and CD Baby. Just do a search for It Is Written. Thank them for uh, getting us our theme music. Anything else? Windows 8.1, boy? Okay, nothing. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said uh, at the beginning of the show, if you have any Grand Turismo 6 questions or anything you'd like me to check out specifically, please email me at glenn at psnation.org, because I haven't set up my psnation.com one yet. 
Uh, Glenn at PSNation.org, and I will try to address any of those questions you guys have. I don't know when the embargo lifts. I don't know any of that information yet, so please don't ask me, can you do this, can you do that? I don't know what I can do yet. Uh, anything that we'll be able to do, like streaming, video posts, anything like that, I'll post it on our Facebook group and up on Twitter so that everybody uh, can, can stay as informed as possible. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> All right, until next week, hopefully our audio shit works next week, and uh, hopefully we sounded pretty good this week as usual. Uh, we're sounding better and better every week, so we're getting it dialed in with all the new equipment. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, folks. We'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Thanksgiving is so close. Turkey, turkey, turkey. Can't wait. But I was thinking about this because I'm from Boston, which is a very liberal, progressive town. It is, you know, near the colleges. And, <laughs> but you go 30 minutes outside of town where I'm really from, you could be anywhere. And I was thinking about that just two months ago. My parents were visiting me. And I'm in Los Angeles at my house, and I'm standing in my front yard with my father, who I would describe to you as Archie Bunker without the elegance and sophistication. (laughs) And I turn to my father and I go, see, Dad, this is why I live in Los Angeles, middle of January, 75 degrees. And my father goes, of course it's warm, bunch of queers. And my wife is immediately like, don't, you can't let him get away with that. You have to say something. Say what? (laughs) He thinks gay people give off heat. (laughs) There's no argument to have. (laughs) Because love means never having to say you're sorry. And marriage means apologizing when you know that you're right. (laughs) And my suggestion is apologize. (laughs) Apologize away. I am an apology cannon. I wake up in the morning. I'm sorry. Uh, uh. Kids up. You know you're going to fuck up before breakfast. Get one on the board. (laughs) Who's it going to hurt? I apologize for stuff I had nothing to do with. I'm really sorry your sister's boss said that shitty thing about those boots you like that you loaned her. I'm going to get some cereal now. (laughs) I'm really sorry I was laughing at the TV while you were thinking about a cat you had that died. (laughs) Clearly, I'm an asshole. Maybe we could get me into some kind of therapy. But people say, if you apologize for things that you don't really mean, aren't you lying? Aren't you lying to your wife? Yes. (laughs) You have to lie every day to get to that part of the day when you can sleep again. See, 